Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Terry. After hours, I am welcoming back our special guest host, Miss Bree. And this evening, she will be talking about the V. And what's the V? The V is your vagina, ladies. Yes. <laughs> she will be talking. Yeah, she will be talking about um, vagina health and you know just um, some misconceptions and you know, misinformation that we as women have received over the years um, about our V. Some people call it the little sister. Some people call it the pocketbook. Um, I've heard of all kinds of names. I'm from the South. I'm showing my Southern <laughs> roots <laughs> with that, with stop calling the V, little sister and pocketbook. And what other names have you heard, Bree? Have you heard? Oh my gosh. Working in the schools with teens, I have heard so many different nicknames for the vagina, of course, you have the pussy. Yes. Then you have um, fat ma, flower, cookies. Okay. <laughs> so okay. many. Yes. Yeah, so all many right. Things. So look at all those names for the V. So it's definitely um, special to us. It's the key that unlocks the door <laughs> to a lot of stuff. <laughs> so I am going to um, let Miss Bree take it from here, and she is going to share with us on vaginal health. Oh, I came up with this topic because I'm always asked about, you know, how to properly care for the vagina. And, and I found through my work that not a lot of women even know what the vagina actually is. <clears throat> so can y'all close your eyes and just imagine this with me? Um, I'll try to paint the picture as best I can. So <clears throat> take a mirror when you get a chance. <laughs> take a handheld mirror put it down at your your genital area and look down there and you'll see your lips you'll see pubic hair that is considered your vulva the vulva also includes the urethra that is where your urine comes from okay. and then you have um if you go a little bit further down um you can see right below the urethra that is your actual vagina Mm. so the vagina and the urethra are two separate exits um for fluids from the body and other things so a lot of women get those you know confused thinking that they pee out of their vagina but you actually pee out of your urethra right so why am I bringing that up because there's a myth that if you pee after sex that you can prevent pregnancy or STD transmission mm. that is Yes, that is absolutely false. Yeah. Um, peeing after sex is hygienic just because it's right by the, the entryway into the vagina. So it can clean out bacteria that may be present that could potentially cause a urinary tract infection. However, it will not prevent STI and pregnancy. Right. So we're still I want looking you at to our... Yes, that yes, that is very good information. And I want to put a pen right there or pause right there because a lot of young ladies do not know that. That is that is, I'm so glad you said that peeing after sex is more hygienic. And in addition to peeing after sex, ladies, you need to wipe up after sex because if you find yourself having repeated UTIs and it's so um, 
it's interesting because I remember just on social media and Facebook, everybody, they're like open books. And I just remember a young lady that I'm connected to on Facebook, but I'm not that close to, she was posting about how she was just kept having these repeated UTIs. And I'm kind of like, I don't know if I know her well enough to be like, honey, are you cleaning up yourself after you have your fun? Um, because I, sometimes, you know, those are not discussions that people really have with young ladies. And, and it's kind of like on the job training, you kind of learn it or you figure it out as you go. But just like Bree said, that is hygienic. And um, it also helps prevent UTIs, you know, peeing after sex and then cleaning yourself up after sex. You know, I, I heard a comedian say, um, hey, men, we can drip dry. Ladies, we can't. <laughs> you're going to have a problem. So um, I just wanted to pause right there because that is so important. And a lot of young ladies don't know that. So you can pick it up. And not even just the young ladies, but I have ran into, you know, women, grown women, full grown women mm. who, you know, that was their first time hearing that information. Because mm. like you said, it's not something that we talk about. So right. if you don't know, you don't know. Don't know. And I'm glad that you brought up hygiene. Mm -hmm. So let's kind of talk about how to properly care for your vulva. So remember we said that we, if we're looking in our mirrors. We mm -hmm. said that the vulva is that external area that you see those lips, the pubic area where your pubic hair grows, and that the you can see the opening of the vagina as well. When it comes to cleaning your vulva, <clears throat> you can use mild soaps um, or whatever you clean with. However, when it comes to your actual vagina, mm. water only. Now, this is my professional opinion. Um, I have, you know, some people say, well, I use this soap or I use this product in my vagina and I never had an issue. By all means, do what makes you happy. But mm -hmm. my professional opinion, water is all you need to clean a vagina. Well, mm -hmm. why do I say that? From my background and my education, one thing that I do know is about the pH of the vagina. Yes. The vagina is very acidic. It has its own um, pH balance. And when we introduce different products into the vagina, which also have a pH balance, that's chemistry 101. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're knocking off your natural flora inside of your vagina, which could potentially result in a yeast infection. Mm -hmm. So that is why you only need water. And it's, a, it's like an oven. You know, if we all have those ovens with the self-cleansing button, the yep. vagina is a self-cleansing oven. It does its own thing. We don't have to dish. We don't need to buy products that promise to make our vagina smell like flowers and rainbows <laughs> and sunshines. Please do not waste your money on those products. Hey man, <laughs> all you need is a, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Rainbows? Do, how do we know what a rainbow smells like? Listen, that these is... people promise anything, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. And I want to do another pause because you brought up a very good point. And this is so generational. Bree, you are too young to remember. But for some of us, we're of the age where we remember the little thing hanging on the bathroom door. <laughs> and you would be like, what's that? 
And, you know, all the women of a certain age had this, you know, thing where they would clean up and they would douche or whatever. And you would remember being like, what in the world is that? And why do they have it? You like the little bowl thing with the syringe attached? Yes. Yes. And they would be hanging on the back of the bathroom door. You would see those. And as a kid, you would be like, what in the world is that? And what are they used it for? But so like Bree said, um, the vagina, we don't need to douche. We we don't need to put anything up there. It is self-cleaning with water only and ladies if you find yourself having um a lot of yeast infections it probably is because of the products that you're using i had to learn that myself with soap and i'm not even endorsing any kind of particular soap but there's only one kind of soap that i can use and it was through trial and error with body washes and soap and all the victoria's secrets and bath and body works all this smell good stuff I cannot use that. And most people probably can't use it because when it gets into your delicate area, it causes a lot of problems. (laughs) And I had to learn that the hard way. So I hope I'm not jumping ahead of myself, Brie. But like you said, the V is self-cleaning. So what if women say, well, my V is not smelling too pleasant? And you say it's self-cleansing. So am I like jumping ahead of myself with that? No, so that's a really good question. And there could be multiple reasons. So um, for one, if you notice that you have an odor and it's something that is lingering, go see a healthcare provider. You are not a doctor, or maybe you are, but if you are not, do not try to diagnose yourself because odor most times can be the result of an infection. It's not always a sexually transmitted infection, but it could just be any type of bacteria infection that's um, taking place in the vagina. Um, Additionally, it could also be hygiene, poor hygiene, Um, especially during the um, menstrual cycle. When you're Mm. menstruating, make sure that you change your pads frequently. If you wear tampons, I always say change your tampons at least every three hours, regardless of your flow. Um, just to keep because of the hygienic part to that Um, make sure you're wiping good again you can wipe your lips you can wipe your pubic areas with those um, cloths and feminine wipes but keep do not put that inside the vagina so you can wipe that outside um, area if if that works for you but you definitely want to make sure that you're cleaning well and I always say make sure that when you're handling the vagina use clean hands Wash your hands before handling your vagina and after, even if you're just going to go pee, wash your hands first before you wipe and then wash your hands after. Um, You said you used the word earlier. You said the the vagina is delicate. That is my my slogan. The vagina is a delicacy. It should be treated as such. So any hygiene issues that are long or um prolonged definitely make sure that you reach out to a healthcare professional to make sure that it is not any type of infection that could be going on um i also realized that i said not every infection is a sexually transmitted infection there is a bacterial infection that's very common in the vagina called bacteria vaginosis that can happen from bacteria being introduced into the vagina from not having clean hands for example or 
um, having multiple sex partners without using a condom, mm. for example. Mm -hmm. So those are um, just some of the ways that, that bacterial vaginosis can occur. Or anytime, even if you don't have multiple sex partners, when you change sex partners and you don't wear a condom, you're introducing something new into the vagina. And that can kind of, your vagina is like, wait a minute, this is a different scent. Because men also have, you know, their pheromones and, and their whole thing that they have going on, their, their chemical makeup and their sperm and, and their uh, seminal fluids. So that can also change the, the natural balance of your vagina as well. So definitely um, hygiene, and if, it, if it's prolonged and you're not menstruating, help, seek a healthcare professional. Awesome, good information, good information. And what else, <laughs> because there's so much, um, what else would you like to share in terms of, you know, vaginal health, um, myths, dispelling myths? I know there's a ton of myths. There are a ton of myths, but to sum it all up, I have five tips of how to keep the vagina happy. Drink plenty of water. Mm. which we should all be doing it any day, right? Right. Um, right. <laughs> make sure you stay hydrated. Eat healthy. Eat your fruits and vegetables. Make sure that you get your recommended servings. Um, you can also sleep without underwear. It's okay to get rid of the underwear sometimes. Go bare. I walk around naked a lot just to let it breathe. <laughs> well, all righty then. <laughs> <laughs> but just make sure that you don't have kids if you do that. Now, when I was single, I have a confession. When I was single, did not have kids, live by myself. I did that as well. I would just kind of walk around, you know, hey, it was my apartment. It was my place. And I would just kind of let it all hang out. But um, yeah, when you have <laughs> kids, <laughs> you may not want to like walk around. Or, or at the very least, sleep naked. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, and then we talked about uh, washing with water only inside the vagina that keeps your vagina happy. And of course, we can't talk about the vagina without talking about pleasure. Yes. Make sure that you please yourself often. Hmm. Masturbation has so many health benefits. It makes your vagina very happy. It makes you happy. Masturbation relieves stress. It relieves tension. It relieves cramps. It causes you to be in a happier mood. Okay. There are just so many benefits. So why not take advantage of a free benefit <laughs> <laughs> that you can do for yourself? That is hilarious. Okay, was that number one? Was that number one, masturbation? When you we can put masturbation at number one, absolutely. Okay, okay so, those, so quick rundown from five to one. Five was drink water. Yes, and drink then plenty of water, okay. eat healthy. Four was eat healthy. Three. Three is um sleeping with no underwear. Okay. And then two. Two would be washing with water only. Yes. And then number one. Masturbation. Oh my God. Okay. I've never heard that, but hey, you are never too old to learn something. And I think that might be a good topic to focus on for next time is the M word, <laughs> self-pleasure, masturbation, because I've never heard yes. that it relieves stress and, you know, all those other benefits that you outlined. So I cannot be the only one. So we are going to um, wrap up this session on the health. 
And uh, we're going to pick back up next month, the first Friday of the month. We're going to pick back up and we're going to talk about masturbation and self-pleasure with that one. So in closing, Bree, um, is there anything else that you want to share on the V, on vaginal health? Yes. Um, make sure that you, earlier when we started, we talked about closing your eyes, taking the mirror and looking at your vulva yes. and your vagina area. Make sure that that's something that you do consistently do it every time before you get in the shower. Just take a look. So many women have not even seen their vagina. Take a look, get to know it, get to love it. Everyone's vagina and vulvas look different. So make sure that you appreciate yours for what it looks like. No vulva is the same. Wow. And then if you notice anything that is abnormal, make sure you seek a healthcare professional. Awesome. And that is great advice. And we cannot reiterate that enough. If something is awry, make sure that you seek out professional help or a, a professional, um, a healthcare provider. That's what I'm trying to say. So um, with that, we are going to leave you with this week's installment of Real Talk with Terry After Hours. I want to thank you again, Miss Bree. This has been wonderful right. information. As always, I learned something new. And we are going to take a deep dive next time into the M word masturbation and self-pleasure so I am looking forward to that so until next time um, make it a great day and we will chat soon bye thank you Here's the